the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome back to, welcome to Milberger's, Texas, on uh, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace will join us in a little while, and we'll take your calls, too. And, boy, the nursery is busy today. Oh, so there are yeah. little bees buzzing around all those plants. Uh, we're at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, so you can come on out and visit with us. Uh, but, uh, yeah, come on and uh, be part of your your gardening peers. are all here. Be part of the gang. Um, and I did smell the white milkweed. Did you smell it? No. Oh, it's got a nice fragrance. Does it? Yeah. I noticed Jerry was over there examining <laughs> the flowers. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, Mary was over there looking looking under the leaves. And I thought maybe she was looking for aphids spider mites or aphids or whatever she says said the monarchs she said monarchs are going crazy laying their eggs oh on that plant yeah oh wow and she showed me she showed me the bottom of the leaves but i don't know how big a monarch's egg is it's pretty big but there is kind of single are they were they in groups or were they? They were single. Yeah, single. They're small, very small. Oh, really? So as I, small I don't know as if she was looking at as a pinhead. Yeah. I don't know whether she was looking at hmm. uh, eggs or not, but anyway, she was very happy with it. Which one? Calvin can go inspect it in a minute. Do what? Which one was it? Calvin can go inspect it in a minute. That first one right there with the white flowers? No, no, no. I mean, but which one of the ones with the white flowers? The one here in the sun? They're probably all yeah. the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. All right, you'll have to go scope them out when you get a chance, Calvin, during the break. Was, the one that is further out in the aisle. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I, I kind of blundered, blundered when I, as spectacular as they are, um, I never dreamed I'd have to, to have support posts for a milkweed. <laughs> I got I got them home and Uh-oh. fitting them in my uh, raised raised bed, you know. And of course, yeah. Well, how am I gonna? I'll have to get some rebar and. There, you got oh, empty, there's a big, empty, big monarch right over there. Empty tomato. Oh, you see cages? a monarch? Huh? You see a monarch? Yeah, right, th- right in the uh, lantana. I'm looking. Big one. Yep. Okay. I don't see nothing yet. <laughs> right behind that. Balloon, whatever that thing is. All right, look, look, go, look on your radio. It's behind the balloon. 
The, right, I'll uh, keep looking. Our right listeners can't seem to see it. Nah. As I was walking in, uh, up front they had uh, several large uh, Turk's cap, Greg's Turk cap, pink. Uh, 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 what did he call that thing? Uh, named after a past lady. Whoa. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's Greg's pink. I think that's the, fir- the first and only pink is been on the mar- that's on the market. Hmm. And Greg made the cross himself. Wow! And uh, I'm pretty talented. So anyway, that they got got some. I don't know where they got them, but yeah, uh, Jeremy, uh, who's not that big a plant person, has been amazed at. Uh, my bed down the hill that I never water. I haven't watered in 20 years. But uh, it's got Turk's cap and uh, uh, plumbago. Hmm. And he says everything you can think of is on that Turk's cap. They no, love really? that Turk's cap. And they're probably on the plumbago, but the Turk's cap is tall. Uh, yeah, Turk's cap is pretty. Five to six feet tall. But, uh, and it's showing out now. I mean, Turk's cap oh, seems huh. Have you got Turk's cap in your neighborhood? Um, I don't know. I have to look for it. I don't. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Our Vitex is blooming again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Should it not be? We don't know. It's just blooming a little bit, and like, well, it bloomed more last time. What's up with this? Did you cut all the seed off? All right, 210 <laughs> No, we did not. I know that. Okay. I figured that. 210 Yeah. Next time we will. Yeah. We will. Uh, but, uh, and yeah. They, and they've got, uh, I'm looking at this. Calvin's uh, article in the paper with the sale items. Uh, Marigold, hot pack, orange, and yellow. Four and a half inch pot. Regularly, $1.59 on sale, four for $5. And that's good. Uh, And they also got Dianthus, four for $5. And those are two plants that uh, need to be planted in mass. You know, we used to, used to have a guy call in the radio. He'd only buy one. I don't know who that is. I don't know who it was. I, I've forgotten. It's been so long ago. But only buy one plant. Well, that's not really doing the plant justice. Well, actually, you're right about that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that uh, Trace is has found this uh, put them on sale well dianthus if you only plant one the, the that one will fill up that yeah, actually entire it container it'll spread and that was kind of cool when i noticed that in a window box <laughs> it's tough tough to get them out of when you decide do you want something else in there it's like it's pulling up grass <laughs> yeah uh, half the window box did came with it yeah, but I, d- I did notice the pumpkins as i was walking out yesterday i did yeah didn't when I was running in, but uh, or limping in. 
but uh, that's some seriously big pumpkins. That's only half, I, I understand. Yeah, there's yeah. more coming this week. But uh, those pumpkins are huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there were some of the uh, staff was over there trying to pick, them, pick some of them up. And, Is that right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they were designating who had to handle them because they're <laughs> so large. The, uh, as I was walking out yesterday, uh, I saw a lady and with two children. I don't know how old they were, but maybe about six, six or seven, maybe six. And uh, she had two medium-sized pumpkins that she was carrying. Mm-hmm. And she made it all the way to the... <laughs> They were going to the cash register, I guess, but they, she made it all the way to the door, and then she had to give one of those pumpkins to her child. Uh, uh, oh, boy. to hold them. I was, I was about ready to yell at the kid, saying, What the hell? You got your mother carrying your pumpkin? That ain't no good. But well, th- uh, Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> also, uh, <coughs> they've got crotons on sale. Uh, hey, look to, who's to here go, go and who bought a, a white milkweed. It's Lulu. Let's she, see if she hears us in delay. All right. You were saying? Oh, yeah, that's a girl. A blue bonnet. <laughs> she heard it. <laughs> <laughs> that hat gives away every yep. time. It's the hat. But anyway... <laughs> The Crotons on sale are on sale for twelve eighty eight, two for twenty dollars. That would make them, uh, and they're regularly sixteen ninety nine, right? right. Seventeen dollars. Almost, but not. And then, uh, of course, we got the blue plumbago. I think we can put the blue plumbago. <laughs> in with the pumpkin decoration, Halloween decorations, and uh, with that uh, Croton background, hmm. uh, the, the yellow and green stripes. So uh, you could really make a pretty display. And marigolds, too. They're, which are, let's see, what color are marigolds? Oh, they're orange, aren't they? Yeah, I think they have, don't they have different colors? The marigolds? Oh, yeah. They got some yellow ones. But the big one, the funny thing, that guy come in earlier, and he was looking for marimons. And uh, <laughs> I, I, he's found... That's the same guy we were here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found marigolds. He found marigolds, but he couldn't find marimons. That just shows... <laughs> uh, just when you think it's safe to... Uh, yeah, we uh, we renamed them Mary Moms because they're larger than a chrysanthemum. And, uh, but they're America. So we call them Vince Menino. You know Vince, don't you, Calvin? But anyway, uh, he's one of our better county agents. Uh, for a long time, and now I think I think he's in administration now. Or maybe he's retired. I bet he's retired. But uh, he came up with that name, Marimons. So it wasn't me that came up with the name. I may have promoted a little bit, 
But uh, who came up with it? Vince Vince oh, Menino Vinny. came up. Really? You yeah, knew, I, I like Vince. Vince was oh, good. Oh, yeah, good, great guy. Good horticulture, easy to deal with, and charming. Yeah, he uh, got the Superior Service Award several times, and every time he didn't show up for the award because his wife was having a baby. Hmm. After the about the second one, I said, Vince, you can use that a couple of times, but uh, nobody's <laughs> gonna believe you got that many kids. <laughs> but anyway, he's a good man with great horticulture. And uh, so anyway, uh, we pointed him, pointed him to the to the marigolds that were blooming out here, the tall ones, and with the big flowers. I noticed that there's been, even this morning, there's been several people, or gardeners, that look like they knew what Mary Mums were about because they were trying to find the marigolds over there that just had the buds. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, uh, that fella found. They were, yeah, they were. They <laughs> obviously had had a positive experience in the past. Oh, yeah. Because they they were not they were not as happy with these as they had been. You know, we found we found out that information about the marigolds uh, by accident. We were having a uh, uh, meeting of the uh, Nurseryman Association here. And so they wanted us, different seed companies wanted us to plant a demonstration of all their new seed. And so we went out to, went out to Versta Farms out there at 1604 and, uh, and 35 South and planted, uh, planted some of each of those varieties or it, it, they wanted to display. And I mean, we, I had never seen marigolds perform like that. I mean, they bloom more, hmm. and of course the spider mites are on the decline, hopefully. But even if the, if they get spider mites, they, uh, when it turns cooler, spider mites are not uh, multiplying as fast. And so you can just forget them. Don't even worry about spider mites on marigolds in the fall because uh, they're, they're going to be frosted down before the spider mite could kill them. But anyway, uh, we got to investigating, and it's, it's in the literature that uh, marigolds bloom better in uh, short, short days. So as the days get shorter, they put up more buds and bloom better. Of course, I had to I had to plant my mother some in Tennessee, and she uh, she was standing on the porch, telling me, uh, "Jerry, it's too late to plant marigolds." <laughs> I said, "Get on back in the house." <laughs> he said, "No, you plant those. Oh, you sweet. plant those in the spring, which most people think." Yeah, I said, "Well." Give me, I was seeding them. Yeah. Direct seeding them. And uh, when those things bloomed, she had the newspaper come over and mm. look, and they, all her friends came by and taking pictures of her and everything else. 
So uh, it's it's not a well-known fact, but what also what got our attention is uh, All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. They they uh, at Versus people would stop by and want to dig the marigolds. Mm. We had about quarter of an acre of them, and so they wanted to dig those marigolds. I said, and of course, Miss Versus wasn't going to let a dollar pass by. And I said, Miss Versus, you know those things are not going to live very long when you dig them, roots out. And she said, I, I, they wanted them. They had money. <laughs> so they, they, they dug them and uh, would put, put them on the graves of their loved mm-hmm. ones on All Saints Day. And compared to mums, chrysanthemums, those things are half price or a fourth of price. And the flowers are bigger than chrysanthemum because we we planted chrysanthemums out versus that was uh, a, there was about uh, three or four different selections that oh yeah served the mass mary mums during oh, the year yeah. over the years oh yeah uh, for some reason it's like African like the, like the American tomato, <laughs> like the tomatoes uh, the original one we originally started with I slipped my mind right now. As does a lot of things, mm-hmm. but uh, they quit making it or lost the seed or something like that on a marigold. I said, "How do you do that?" And so then we had to change to another variety, and uh, I think we changed about three or four times variety recommendation. But uh, luckily, our grower would uh, change varieties to what we needed. And would actually grow them to be the size they need to be planted when they, when they, without the, they add buds, but not flowers. The, uh, I, I was uh, excited one time that uh, Color Spot had the world supply of those things. I mean, they had a bunch of, and I said. Why aren't you selling them? He said, we don't sell anything out here without blooms on it. Hmm. And that goes against our recommendation, but it it stunts the growth of the plant when they bloom like that. Uh, some horticulturists used to say, well, back in the old days, all of them were sold without flowers on them. But flowers sell. Yeah. So I couldn't couldn't uh, persuade them, and they sold none of those the way they should have been sold. But they sold the right variety at the right time. But they had to let them bloom before they'd sell them. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. Hey, our friends at CPS uh, want to remind you that if you've got a project coming up that's uh, landscaping or you're going to uh, maybe put in a sprinkler system install or something like that before you or dig on any project or okay. plant a white milkweed. Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, you want to call 811 uh, or you want to go online at texas811.org to have your underground utilities marked. It's a free service and it's the law because Texas law requires that everyone uh, has to contact Texas 811 at least two working days before digging or doing any type of ground disturbance. So keep in mind that violations could result in fines. Once the utilities are located, uh, the markers are put in place and you'll be able to see where it's safe to dig. You don't want surprises like broken utility lines. Nobody likes that. So before you grab your shovel, grab your phone. Call 811 or go to on your phone as well. Texas 811.org. Alright. 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 Toll free, it's 866-308-8867 James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. What's going on? Give me just five seconds. I'm pulling off the road here. All right. Because I'm fixing it. I'm fixing to cross the creek, and I'll probably lose you. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm going to stop. I'll stall. All right. James is on the line at 210. Just be, let's listen to hear if we, if we hear a spy. I'm, re- I'm, You're ready? I'm yes, ready. Sir. What's going I'm on? I'm ready. I'm at a standstill here in the hot sun, side of the road. Good place to be. Um, hey, my Meyer lemon is really odd. Ever since we had the, the ice storm, if you will, snowstorm, everything's been peculiar. But my Meyer lemon this spring, it bloomed profusely. But what was odd, or at least to me, it dropped all its fruit except for on one side of the tree only. It's carrying six lemons on it. Uh, all the rest dropped. Now, this past week or so, yeah, this week, uh, the other side of the tree only bloomed uh, prolifiously. That's not the right word. Abundantly. How's that? Um, That'll work. Hummingbirds, hummingbirds all over that one side of the tree, and now it's loaded with not even B-side, BB-sides lemons are those going to hold on now this is in a container so i bring it into the to the workshop am i going to have any luck if it holds on to those new lemons or is it going to abort all those no not that it'll hold on to but uh you the tree did you a, a favor by taking those first ones off uh, yeah because i don't think you would have thinned them just like I don't think you're going to thin these that's coming on there now, right? Well, I don't know. It depends on if they hold it or not. Well, I suppose they hold them. Oh. Uh, if you if you tell me to thin them, I guess I'll have to thin now them. listen to this. This guy's is good. He's good. Okay, so you so um, Just another wait. peculiar thing. The, uh, the other peculiar thing is the side that has the uh, the bigger fruit on it from the spring is on the west side, and the bare side up until this week is on the east side. I don't know if that has any bearing on it, and should I flip it around at this time? No, you got the the fruit is still there from the earlier, right? 
The big yeah, food. one of them. One of them actually is starting to turn yellow now in one spot. I don't know if I'll it's sunburn or if it's time to ripen. Yeah, yeah it's time to ripen. Uh, okay. How old is that plant? Did you say it? It's an old tree. I'll tell you how old it is. I got it at Wolf's Nursery before they sh- turned the Callaways. You got it at Wolf's long- Nursery. Wow. I've had this tree for a long time in a container. Almost lost it once years ago. Some kind of fungal disease, or I don't know what it got on it. Okay. But it's it's healthy. It's lush, and it's even put on new leaves, new growth. I mean, it's 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 out there now. Okay, great. Uh, are you putting your Osmocote on it? I did in the spring. I haven't and, done it since then. Well, that's yeah. good. That's good. Do it again this next spring. Uh, okay. But that that freeze, <laughs> uh, that hard freeze. Where was it when we had twenty degrees and below? In the it garage? was in my work. It, it was in my workshop, and I had some propane heat in there with some other oh, plants. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, it it probably just accidentally got a little bit too cold on that side of the tree. Oh, I didn't think of that. Maybe that was the side that was away from the heater. Yeah, yeah possibly. Okay, there you go. But possibly. Uh, it did, it made it through, which is a good thing. Yeah. And uh, it's going to put out a lot of new growth. Now, because it's going to put out that new growth this year. Before yeah, it's tender. I, I pray, yeah, it's going to be tender on that side. Yeah. Uh, kind of, uh, but anyway, the... Uh, yeah, uh, be sure to protect it for anything below 30 degrees. Okay, what, so what? if if the, if the side of the tree with the six mature fruit or fixing the ripen fruit, hold yeah. on. And if I have to thin the other side, if it holds on to, uh, say, it holds on to 50 of them because there's a lot. So should I take that side down to a half a dozen as well? There you go. Or yes. more. That's or more. Correct. Half a dozen. But okay. wait, wait till they get uh, pea size, or maybe even—I don't know—you'd you, be better to do it when they're pea size. But okay. uh, you could lay, wait till later, uh, golf ball size. But uh, okay, yeah, they—they they can go ahead and mature those even in your garage. But those probably, since they take a long time to ripe, that probably won't be till next spring, right? To those ripen, it holds on. Yeah, to some yeah, of yeah. They won't be ready till spring, but the ones yeah. that you know set earlier, uh, you should use those as they turn uh, uh, yellow. Okay. Yes, they're really good lemons. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. There's only going to be six, but six is better than none. There you go. Yeah. Better than my tree. Sure, rub it in, rub it in. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, I still I still uh, watered again. No no oxblood lilies in sight. I changed uh, one in two spots. Zero. Well, I, I've never believed uh, or seen that you could water li- uh, oxblood lilies up. I think yeah. it has to be a rain. Yeah, I think it for does, some too. Reason. It's so very, I just no. tuned, I tuned in late, right before I got on the air. So has Milton already given the rain prediction for today? Uh, I can't. Tonight. Calvin said it was going to rain today, but I don't think he's going to be right. 
Who? I'm not. Calvin saying, yesterday not, said that. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not in the forecast today. Then. Oh, okay. So it was in the forecast yesterday in the paper, and it went away. They okay. checked it. It evaporated. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see what our government says. Hang on. I we didn't uh, the one yesterday that the uh, Noah. Uh, said uh, it was uh, tomorrow was the higher chance of rain. Let's see if it's still saying that. Uh, yeah, uh, tonight, 20% chance. Eh. All right. You know what Jerry says about that. All right. Tomorrow. All right. <laughs> 50% chance of showers or that thunderstorms. That it's going to rain tomorrow. After 1 p.m. 50. Yeah, it's going to rain. Mostly sunny, high near 97. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh... <laughs> New rainfalls amount between a tenth and a oh, quarter of an inch. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Mm. Where, where are those people located? I want to go down there and beat the hell out of them. <laughs> Monday <laughs> night, 40% chance of showers. Tuesday, uh, 30%. Another I, tenth, maybe? I did see the Sinisa were blooming a little bit. Maybe so. another tenth on Monday night? When did you say? Uh, what? Maybe on Monday? It didn't, it didn't say how much Monday night. Uh, I said, I said maybe I'm going to wish for wish another for a tenth. tenth. Okay, forty percent. I mean, if Not it's forty, if it's forty percent, yeah, it's going to rain, right? All right, that's what Jerry's saying. Rain. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll sit on the patio and wait for it. There you go. Wash, get get your car washed. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Thank you, in. sir. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. We're talking about rain. I heard 40%. I assumed you were talking yeah. about rain. What day? Uh, tomorrow after 1. Okay. So nothing tonight? 20% chance tonight. So i got to cover tonight? Oh, I don't know. Well, 20% is 80% chance I don't and 20% I do. Yeah. Uh, can't take that chance. Okay. We're talking about the maze, everybody. Oh, 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 oh. oh I don't know. Tonight, slight chance of showers or thunderstorms before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of showers or thunderstorms after 4 a.m. It's amazing right. how electrical items don't like to get moist. They do not seem <laughs> to like that at all. Man, I mean, that tenth of an inch going to run that hay. I'm not talking about the hay. I'm talking about the monsters. Yeah, the, the, oh, that oh, are oh. plugged into things. <laughs> no, we, uh, don't, we don't leave them plugged in overnight, but, I mean, it's still. They don't like it. Yeah, when you, yeah. yeah. All right, well, it's probably not a bad idea. Um, so, yeah, we see you're kind of ushering in the rain because you're anticipating it, I guess. I don't know. If I could uh, hey, I was, err on the side of caution. Yeah, here, I'll show you. Uh, I was talking about seeing those uh, pink turks cap as I was walking in. Pam, mm-hmm. Pam's Pam, pink. Pam's pink, yeah. She's passing it. Can you see the Sinisa blooming in the so, picture? So do I got to pass before I get a name? <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently so. It is blooming. Yeah, there's one There's little. one little bloom on there. I guarantee you if you pass, see? I will mention it on that. I, I want a plant. <laughs> yeah. What kind of plant you want? I, I'm not sure. All right, man. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe Greenleaf will come through with that uh, compact uh, version of white Silverado. Oh, okay. Desperado. You mean Trace's Silverado? I, I haven't come up with the slogan, but uh, yes. Okay. Let me just start calling it that. But they use Desperado. So oh. uh, their patents for Desperado. Oh. Uh, Tracerado? 
Yeah, I don't think that'll fly. Hazer, Hazerado? Yeah, no. Okay. We'll keep thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they're pretty. Uh, those plants are. They're not... They don't have a lot of those on the market, do they? White ones? No, the the uh, Pam's Pink. Uh, it comes and goes. Oh, okay. But... Uh, and it's never going to outsell red, if that's what you're asking me. Yeah. I was telling Milton and uh, Calvin about my son watch it, watching my bed that I never water down the hill. And it's got Turk's cap in there that are six to eight feet tall and never been watered. They're cut back every spring. And uh, Jeremy has noticed that, that uh, butterflies and hummingbirds are all over, all around that thing. So, Think uh, how many more you'd have if you actually watered it. Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a big I'm, advocate of watering plants. I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's back, and it's uh, they're blooming, and the bl- butterflies really like them. Uh, you got regular turkey cap out here, too, don't you? Somewhere. Somewhere. I mean, these... These plants right here, these uh, daisies. Isn't that a, isn't that a grand color on coneflower? Yeah, it's pretty. It's a spectacular. It's kind yeah. of orange, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's a beautiful. It's orange. beautiful orange. Was that a burnt orange? It's. I would call it burnt. Yeah. I could bring my blowtorch over here, and you can do that to the. You can blow. do that to the burgundy ones that are in front <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah. It's a split house plant. No, you, oh, you can okay. get both colors. You get both colors. Yeah, there you go. Well, you can get both colors. Got to buy two plants. Pretty. What's that? You have to buy one of each. Yeah, exactly. And those those things are perennial. If I'm they are yes. Right. Yeah. I don't Echinaceous, know. what a herb too, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You're supposed to take it. Uh, I can't get over. I forget it. what it does, but I <laughs> think it makes you sick. Does it? I I, I don't know. Okay. If you know what echinacea does, call us, 210-308-8867. I can't get over those Rurelia. I've never seen a Rurelia in the ground or in a pot bloom like that. I wonder if they've got a special selection. Mm, it's got you know, the regular names on it. If if a made, if they made a special selection. But that's amazing. I mean, they They've got bouquets of those uh, purple or lavender flowers on them. And the good news is, I imagine all those, are, unless it's a special selection, are going to have seeds. So you plant them in an area, put them 12 inches, 14 inches apart, and uh, they'll shoot that seed. So you'll have little seedlings next year, and they come back true. Doesn't it pop? Oh, things, yeah, yeah. You almost hear it. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of like a blue bonnet. I'm trying to think if uh, our big tall ones have, uh, are blooming or not. I'll have to check. If what? Our big tall uh, Ruelia. Oh, yeah, probably is. Okay. But they they bloom and set more seed in the fall. Than the okay. Green. All right, yeah, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're up against a break. We'll take one real quick. Trace, you hang with us, okay? Back in a moment on 930 AM, 
The Answer. Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, a reminder, if you've got pests out there, something's bugging you from mosquitoes to what's another insect that begins with M? Mites. Okay. It's not an insect, though. Oh, a mosquito? A mite is not an insect or a mosquito is not an insect? Technically, it's a spider. Oh, okay. Uh, We'll do rats to roaches or... uh, Mosquito's a good one. Yeah, mosquito problems, fleas, ticks, roaches. Uh, I know, Jerry. Whatever you got that's bugging you, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you get rid of it and keep it gone. That's what they do so well. That's why people like them. Uh, Since 1976, they've been helping businesses and homeowners stay pest-free, and they've been their web of protection. If you go to their website, you can read all the great reviews. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. But, uh, oh, uh, Al, yeah, mayflies. From, mayflies. <laughs> from mosquitoes to mayflies. Al was trying to help me out. Okay. But, yeah, you can, uh, you'll, you'll like working with Spider-Man. Great, uh, great to work with. Super knowledgeable. Knows his stuff and uh, has lots of great ideas on how to get things to work. And he's going to make you part of the process, too, which is good. All right, the number to call, by the way, I mentioned GhostSpiderManPest.com. The number, 210-656-3721. 210 What's that? Oh, I just wanted you to go it slower. Oh, 210-656-3721. All right. That's too slow, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 210-308-8867 is our number. 210 308 8867. Got three people on the porch ready to help you. I had a sad thing this morning. Another one? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you, did you read Neil's? One of my prize winning roaches. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. You're showing them now. It was on his back uh-huh. and wiggling his feet, but it couldn't, he couldn't get up. Oh. It was sad. So, I don't know why they do that. Did Jeremy, so what do those dogs do when they're doing that? Do they just ignore them? Yeah, they're. Yeah. <laughs> did Jeremy pick him up and take him outside and gently put no, a, pull a blanket I, over I him? I decided to give him a barrel at toilet. Oh, okay. They're so cute when they're paddling that, uh, in that toilet. Mm. So Google is my friend. Midge is an insect that starts with an M. <laughs> Midge? Midge. Yeah. Oh, okay. On corn, right? Is that? Uh, yeah. Is that from those little mosquitoes to midges? Sargum. It looked like a stink bug to some yeah. extent. Yeah. Warren, wow. Warren will probably text me, too. Warren, do we have any midge issues here in San Antonio? Uh, text me. You know, you know the number. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Gentlemen, what else is going on? Mice. What's that? Mice. Oh, mosquitoes to mice. That would have been good. I'll remember now, that next week. Now you got them working on that. That's yeah, all we're going to hear. Is like, that's all we're going to hear. Yeah. We have several questions, but we're right now we're doing uh, <laughs> pests to start with M. Uh, mosquitoes, mice, midge, and uh, maybe mites. All right, 210-308-8867. Uh, you do any, did you do all your ordering? Anything fun coming in? 
Mm, mums. Mm. Lots and lots of mums. That's cool. Uh, there's some more of that Fricardi Aster coming. Oh, good. And to me, that's the best aster there is for our area. Is that the fall aster? It is. Oh, good. Okay. Well, it is a fall aster. There are fall, uh, numerous types. Oh, well, is it the one with the purple flowers? It is. Oh, good. That's a pretty one. You can almost count on it blooming on Halloween. Oh, huh. And the deer won't eat it. Oh, they will eat it. Very unlikely. Will they? (laughs) They won't eat the yellow one. What's that? That blooms a little later. Yeah, yeah. Lulu's Uh, listening very carefully to see what's coming. (laughs) So, she's a shopper. And we'll we'll have. Apparently, I sold out of broccoli, so I got broccoli coming. Oh, good. Oh, good. Where, That's one of the fall crops that David talked about yesterday. It is. Yeah. That's probably why I sold out. Oh, probably. <laughs> we'll have spinach uh, coming in two weeks, I guess. And uh, have we got cauliflower now? We do. Okay. Best, best I could tell was uh, broccoli was the only thing we sold out of. I did find lettuce, so there is some lettuce coming this next week. Oh, is that right? Okay, good. Cilantro? No, uh, it should be should be here. Yeah, I, David mentioned it yesterday. They're probably mixed lettuce, right? I I don't remember. Probably. Yeah. They, they they do a four and a half inch pot, and I'm assuming it's colorful. So they probably have a leaf lettuce that's green and and a red one in there too. Oh, good. That's my guess. Well, no one shows up. <laughs> um. um let's see, stevia. You mentioned you asked me about it, so I didn't know whether. I don't know if it's still yet. out there. Okay. Well, I got it that one week for you, but I don't know if it's still out there. Oh, okay. I got good news. Oh, we don't hear that very often. <laughs> I was in looking for my dunks. Mm-hmm. Dunks. And uh, there was a seed rack there, so I just happened to stop by the seed rack. Guess what they got? Catnip seed. Hmm. See, Trace snuck that in. Mm, that was... I can sell the seed. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do cats go after catnip seed? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, uh, they've also got something on there. It's not catnip. It's cat... Nap? Cat mint is in there. Is that right? Mint? Cat grass is in there. Yeah. I guess it was grass. What but is cat grass? I don't know. I look kind of like an oat. Okay, I'm looking at Calvin. He's just shaking his head. I don't know what it is. I know. <laughs> But anyway, I was excited to see that catnip in there. You gonna plant some for your, all yeah, your ferals? I, I gotta wait till I get a little rain. Okay. Oh, that's right. Wait a minute. I've got two tents coming tonight, right? Tomorrow. Uh, no, tomorrow. Oh, two tents after one o'clock. A one tenth after one p.m. Okay. between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. <laughs> well, uh, so you could put down after it rains, because we're just gonna say it's gonna rain. Yeah. Uh, can I put down? No, you said not to do Crawford reseeding lettuce yet. <laughs> it sure was right. a hit yesterday, though. After David's thing, we we moved through quite a bit of that. Oh, so good. If you're interested in that Crawford lettuce, yeah, it, it is free. Mm-hmm. One package per household while supplies last. Okay, just come and ask for it at the register. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and we might have a seed gathering uh, later on in the summer. Because uh, we're getting short on the seed. But, uh, and that was packaged up by uh, 
Well, I think David's people passed it. Da- David's did. David, I, thought David. He, I thought he was going for a short joke for David, but he didn't. <laughs> Coneflower. Nope. Now it's moving over to giant swallowtail. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jack. Uh, Jack Hoover. Uh, There's a monarch. Is that a mark? Okay. Collected the seed. It's right there. And sent it. Oh, it's sent it to us, and I gave it to David. It's fighting. And he had the. Uh, he had the. Uh, the master gardeners spot it up for or put it in packages. Look at those, those sad swallowtails going after that zinnia. Oh. It's on the wagon there. there. He, knows, he knows what's good. All right. Up. Jerry is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Jerry. Hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I've got some questions about our these pecan trees that are all drying up, I guess because of the drought. And I want to know if there's anything we can do to try to save them. You know, water makes extra heavy or spray the leaves with water or what else? What can we do? Where are you located? I'm here on the east of Tantone, 410 and Rigsby area. Hmm. Oh, okay. So uh, what, what, what gave you the hint that it was water related? Well, they're just turning brown. The leaves are all turning brown, but they're staying on the limb. The limbs aren't falling off. The leaves aren't falling off, but they're staying on the tree. That's not good. Uh, but we're, we've been in a three-year drought is a problem. You haven't had pecans for the last three years, have you? Well, we've had some, but they've you know, never made because so they've been too dry to do anything. There they're you falling go. off, it, but they, they haven't really made pecans. Okay. Well, without sufficient water, a pecan's not going to set fruit. That nuts. And there's nothing drastic you can do. Yeah, right. A- any any water that's available. Those things. <laughs> Dr. Stein, uh, Larry Stein, has done uh, extensive work on uh, how much water a pecan uses. And it's astronomical how much they use every day. At least, yeah, at least two inches uh week yeah 300 something gallon and dr stein uh, has an orchard pecan orchard and next to the medina river out in uh rio medina and uh the even he when he's i think he's watering weekly uh but the medina river <laughs> is drying up a little mm-hmm. bit or getting low very low so uh, his 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 uh, pecans are small nutted this year, and uh, I, he he said I I think he said they were developing pecans, but they were small meated. So what should he do? What should Jerry do? He can go out there and look at that tree and say, "Damn, wish it was rain." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I but do I, that every day. Yeah, I, bet. <laughs> I imagine uh, I'm concerned about the leaves hanging on the limbs. Uh, the uh, but uh, let's see what comes out next spring after we get those heavy rains, Calvin. Okay, uh, I've been uh, watering. You know, just one, one tree in the front at least. You know, around the outer edges. And I'll yeah. put it like three or four hundred gallons every 
weakened for sure, maybe more. And it's, they're not seem to getting any worse. But I was wondering if it, if it would help if I just, you know, sprayed the leaves like in the morning when it's cool. And spray way up into the tree, just get, we get the leaves wet. Would that absorb water? Yeah. No. <laughs> no? Well, okay. if, it, if it would make you feel better, you can go <laughs> ahead and do that. But otherwise, okay. what, but kind, otherwise. what kind of tree are we talking about? Pecan. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> okay. Well, the leaves are turning brown on the stem. What about your Beck blaster? And staying on the tree or falling yeah, off? Yeah, staying on the that's tree. That's not a good sign. I know. That's what I told him. Would your Beck blaster yeah. help at all? No. So okay. Before you, before you have to wait till next year, go out and scratch the stems. And if the stems are still green, then Jerry's right. Be patient. If the stems are not green, uh, start cutting until you find green. Okay, just cut. And what about you know the limbs that are dead way up high? I can't call up and cut them. I don't have a saw long. Do I have to hire somebody to cut them off, or will I just let them up there? Uh, it depends. Uh, if they're big enough to cause some damage, then I think I'd get someone to go up there and remove them. If they're not, then probably wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that, I guess that answers that question. Just, Pray for some rain. Pray for what, some rain. Okay. Yeah, that's what, a what variety is it, do you know? I don't know. We've been here for almost 30 years, and the trees were already here before we got the land and the house. Wow. So, uh, is the nut small yeah. and round, or is it long and They're not shell. the real long ones. They're not the real long ones. No, they're just more of the round, rounder type. Yeah. Well, uh, they're probably... They're not natives, are they? Native trees? I don't. I guess I don't know because you know we didn't plant them. They were here already when we moved here. Yeah. I mean, round, round, round tells me it's a Stewart, which is like our native. Yeah, that. That's because the tree trunks are like twelve to fifteen inches thick, and it's about fifty feet high. Some of them, forty feet to fifty feet tall. Yeah. Well, if it's been been around that long. Uh, Maybe it's uh, maybe it'll, it'll well. I, I imagine it will re- rebound uh, next spring after we get the rain. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jerry. Tell us. Okay. What, thank you. you you're not. Keep, a, keep in touch. Are you on city water? Or got a well. City water. City water. Yeah. Yeah. And water in those pecans that much. Yeah, it only cost you, me like you love your, you it's, love your tree. Yeah. It's cheaper than replacing, yeah. Jerry. Huh? It's cheaper oh, than it? replacing it. A thirty-year-old yeah, tree, true. at least. Yeah. But yeah. was it was it the same Look, height as it is now when y'all moved in? No, no, they're they're bigger now. Yeah, they're bigger okay. and thicker. So, but yeah, okay. So they are. I was just wondering how old it was when you moved in. Yeah, you know, it's been so long ago. I don't remember. No, I know exactly how big they were, but they were they were pretty big and. There okay. is one small nice. one that grew up, though. So. Okay, then. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. you, Jerry. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Got about 30 seconds or, la- or more before we... He loves that the- tree. He does. People love pecans. I love that pecan. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask him, Did was you? it pre-Jerry or post-Jerry uh. <laughs> in age? Oh, oh. As in Jerry the caller or this Jerry? This Jerry. Oh, okay. I don't know. He 
It's still with us probably because Jerry's not telling stories about it. Yeah. Now we had a caller who had a pecan. It's passed. But he didn't do that, so that's a good sign. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers. Come see us right after this on 930 AM. This is the answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Lulu, do you want to come on and talk with us? And Did you want to come on and, okay. Did you want to come on and ask a question? You can. It'll be easy. All right. You're, tell us what you were asking Calvin. I was I was asking him how he was going to prepare his site for his giant white milkweed. All right. So how are you going to prepare your site for your giant white milkweed? Well, we, it was quite a, it was a, a real issue because uh, nobody thinks of uh, milkweed that are uh, six feet tall. And that's what we got here. And she and I are, are getting some of these mil- milkweeds. And if uh, this relatively small root, st- root ball, uh, we, we want that support because the top, the top has got big leaves and big flowers, unbelievable big flowers. Um, so I'm I'm going to try to use uh, a, a wire tomato cage and just mm. twist and uh, structure uh, structure it so that I can get it. Mo- the st- on the base base and then yeah hold it there I think if you get that base stable I think it should be alright famous last words <laughs> yeah. well looking towards the future when are you going to cut it back and do you think it's going to survive throughout the cold <laughs> well that's another that's an- another issue uh, we were trying to Jerry and I were trying to figure out if it was a uh, I was thinking that I had read where someplace where it was a, uh, a south native of the southeast, but then uh, Jerry had th- thought he'd heard it was an exotic out there. So I'm 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 thinking I might. It's a short short uh, time until the cold weather. I'm thinking I might uh, repot it and put it yeah. in the greenhouse. Yeah. Looks like I could fit in that category. So I'll repot it and get my son to drag it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, what I'm worried about, you know, I worry about these monarchs. I yeah. know. But they're laying the eggs now, right? Are those eggs going to have time to hatch out and go south? Well, it, depen- oh. it depends on if they, when they, when they lay the eggs and, uh, when they hatch, I, I would let's see what we normally talk about uh, cutting the tropicals back on November one. I would guess that they, they could be an issue, although if you got them in the greenhouse, because because uh, a lot of those uh, folks that are raising monarchs. I have a butterfly house. I have a couple of those and. Um, we actually use them in the classroom. So as soon as they 
you know, we can see them, and they're munching around. We put them in the little mm-hmm. little house and watch them grow and develop. And Somebody said that they saw a- eggs on the yeah, on leaves Mary already. Did. did you? Oh, good. No, I was looking. Yeah. I haven't seen them yet. I didn't, I didn't look for them, but I didn't see any either. I guess I'll have to look. I'm just wondering if she was looking at eggs. Uh, I stopped by and looked, too. Oh. But they're teeny. Oh, they, see, that, that surprised me a little bit. I always think of them as being kind of single uh, little pinhead yeah. size. Yeah. It's almost like a cone shape. Yeah. yeah. And they're, about, they're by themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't see any, uh, uh, any of the aphids on there either. But yeah, but I'm, I'm just worried about them delaying the that's migration. That's all you don't have to worry about that. It's all you do is worry, worry, worry. I know it. Well, the the good news, Jerry, is that there we've got ten of these. <laughs> That's it. Huh? Yeah, and uh, I suspect because of the uh, how the special how special they are that the folks that get them will uh, be taking that into consideration and probably trying to raise raise them the yeah monarchs. Well, well I think. Uh, that uh, they're taking the names of the people that are buying them. So I can go around and take all the leaves and blooms off in the first of November. Is that right? Is that what you think? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I can't can't wor- I can't have them coming hatching and not being able to Mexi- make it to Mexico, man. That's terrible. Don't you think you need something else to worry about? I didn't oh, yeah, something definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think about the microbes. I didn't, uh, I didn't check well, the you, microbes. You notice I'm not getting panicky. No, right? no you're the one that really <laughs> because, knows about uh, it. Yeah, I, I I watch him even come from the parking lot to the to the uh, st- studio here, and, yeah. and uh, don't worry about him doing a lot of traveling. Oh, okay. <laughs> What did the seed pods look like? Have you seen those yet? The what? The seed pods. On the... Oh, no, I haven't. This is the first time I, I, uh, Trace brought these up, and then I looked on the computer to see uh, some information, but I didn't see any seed pods on there. There, might, there must be pictures of them there. That'll be fun to look at. Yeah, it would be. Those damn microbes. There's a whole bunch of microbes. <laughs> well, we saw we had They're seen bad. a giant swallowtail doing battle with a monarch over there by your your uh, wheel full of butterfly plants. Well, that's why I got them. It's for those butterflies. I'm glad uh, they were attracted de- to it. They're definitely here. Have you seen a lot of monarchs? I have seen two in my yard so far. That's, they, that's, they seem like they're starving. So, yeah, I've just seen one, one at a time, mm-hmm. and then now there've been a couple because the size has been different. Uh, so there's been a couple, but there, yeah, there hasn't been an overwhelming number like usually. Yeah, usually my zinnias are covered with them. But well, a, I'll be out at your house around November first. <laughs> to check, check and see if you've cut the blooms off and all the leaves. That's right. If you see see someone just laying in your yard, <laughs> just, don't feed him because he won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the monarchs. Uh-huh, or the ferals. Um, well, uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, Lou. Okay, Appreciate thanks it. for dropping by. Yeah. Did you uh, collect some seed of the blue bonnets? 
I have a lot of seed, and I still have those red blue bonnet seeds that I'm going to plant that my son-in-law gave me that he still thinks they bloomed the first year when I came here to get all the seed. <laughs> He's like, oh, my gosh, or all the, the new little plants. And uh, it's, he's so excited that, oh, they bloomed the first year. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're, they've seeded the blue bonnets, uh, they're all three colors. And so uh, it usually take about two months to produce. So should so, I start preparing the bed now and the seeds now? Uh, I know it's still hot. Well... Yeah, you, yeah, you can just put the seed out. Um, so you got a lot of seed, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he's, he's getting this <laughs> flashing of the eyes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a Russian, we could some way scarify them for you. Yeah, that's the hard part. I used to sit there with an emery board. No, no. <laughs> That's like, the easy part now. You use concentrated sulfuric acid. That's you, scary. You know a teacher? Are you a teacher? Yes. All right. Are you te- I mean, you're in school. So. Oh, yeah. And I'm in charge of all of our second grade science. All right. So have your little second graders yeah. go into the chemistry lab. Oh, this is most, probably most a bad of, idea. Most of them have concentrated sulfuric acid. In the I second don't know grade. about in the second grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll visit the high school, you mean? Well, you, you can find out if any stick their finger in it. You say, mm-hmm. uh, girl, girls and boys? Yeah, I've got a teaching degree, too, man. Uh-huh. Consequences. You don't, you don't talk much about using it anymore. <laughs> I said, all right, boys and girls, we don't want to get this on us. I on our, on our might actually be a project for uh, senior high school. Right. They can come yeah, over and can, visit. And, and they can show it. And also, don't stick your finger in this uh-huh. liquid. <laughs> well, you know, you always got a kid who's going to do it. And you'll find him pretty quick. Oh, yes. Find him out pretty quick. <laughs> because <laughs> that sulfuric acid kind of gets under your skin. Uh-huh. Is there anything that's caustic? If you get uh, it on getting? your get it on your pants, <laughs> by uh, uh, it eats holes in them. Mm. Big that's time. scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, first time I kind of noticed that or admitted that, uh, my wife said, "What are what are these little holes in there in your pants down here?" On the legs of the pants. Now, we may not want to go further. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah, so uh, 210308. <laughs> Is there any kind of censoring device you got there? Yeah, stand, on, stand on the, the said, light button. Oh, thank you. I said, I said that's moths. Moths, okay. You know, like in the closet. So the emery board does not work? No. What if she like... Not only does it not work, it's, it's hard. It's ridiculous to oh. do it. What if she does sandpaper? Huh? Sandpaper? Uh-uh. Oh. Rock tumbler? We try- Ooh, rock uh, tumbler. That, that was, Paul Cox had about two rock tumblers. And uh, we, we decided to try the rock tumbler. And uh, put, put it uh, just not a lot of seed, but uh, enough seed so the tumbler could tumble it real good. And left it running all night long. Oh, no. 
All it did was polish the seed. <laughs> oh, well, that see, won't work. See, this mm-hmm. acid actually eats a hole in the seed. It doesn't dissolve the coat. It just eats a hole in it and lets the water in. What if you soak them in water? Will that soften it up enough? No. Oh, man. Uh, in fact, that works uh, for it works for sweet peas. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, why don't you stick to sweet peas? <laughs> yeah, that decreased the germination. Uh, there's a there's a write up on uh, plantanswers dot com under uh, blue bonnet uh, ex, uh, experiments, and it talks about uh, Dr. Wayne McKay and uh, Dr. Uh, Tim Hart up in Dallas did this experiments on it. And uh, they talk about using all those methods that they tried. Nothing worked as good as uh, sulfuric acid. They tried. We tried uh, other kind of types of acids, but it didn't work. And a lot of the kids in their science fairs, that's what they do now, is to try different acids on, uh, on blue bonnet seed. Oh, yeah. Like, I can see like, them trying like, vinegar. Yeah, like vinegar mm-hmm. and everything, and it comes oh, out the same, oh. sulfuric acid. Well, we'll it. do that experiment and see if you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Go to it. <laughs> Not only am I right, I'm right about leaving them in there an hour. Okay. Okay. Because we, we, the commercial growers that uh, helped me uh, get the blue bonnet, uh, for some reason, the commercial growers, they you tell them an hour. Now, if you do it in less than an hour, doesn't work. You you're just wasting your time. But uh, for some reason, all commercial growers that I worked with, after six months to a year, drop back to fifteen minutes. Oh, which doesn't work. Didn't work. Okay. And so I go out there and say. What in the hell are you doing out here? They must love they said, seeing you come well, up. Well, well, uh, we had some old acid, mm-hmm. and uh, it was black. I mean, it, it, it's clear, it kind of a translucent brown. And uh, they said, we used it so much, it turned black. So we figured, they figured, that it was uh, decreased in uh, strength. Well, then they should increase. Oh, no, it increased in strength. Yeah. That's right. And so we dropped back to 15 minutes. Don't do that. Okay. I said, and I said, how do you check the acidity or the strength of sulfuric acid? That's what I'd ask them. Yeah. They don't know. I don't know. Oh. But, <laughs> but anyway, they want to drop back to 15 minutes. All right. Thank you. Tell us what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. We go Thank to you. the science. Department, she's going to go to chemical. S- she's going to go to school tomorrow and say, "I was talking to this guy. He's uh, supposed to be an expert. Uh, He's telling us that the kids should try acid. Uh, I don't know what the, uh, that doesn't sound right at all." <laughs> Trace. Uh, Trace is over there cringing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Would you you got to watch those malls on your on your clothes. Okay. But little did I know, I was ahead. Thanks, of, I was ahead of the trend. Yeah. Because they, uh, all the pants that they sell now, I jeans know. and things, got holes in. Them. You could have made them in. I was early in that. 
<laughs> all right. That's right. Did you hear all that, Trace? Enough to be uh, <laughs> to come back up here. Yeah. You don't uh-huh. you don't sell concentrated sulfuric acid. No, you? sir. Don't. No. Hey. I used to used to get to have people to go to the uh, swimming pool places. You know, they use uh, sulfuric acid. You put sulfuric acid in your swimming pool to clear it up. I don't remember using it. Oh, okay. But I've got I I know I have uh, I remember lingering <laughs> uh, containers of. Oh, do you? Well, yeah, that'll work. I've got some. I've got some containers of uh, uh, materials that I. I'm not sure. I can't remember what we used them for, but it was some. Yeah. yeah, it was some better, part of the formula. Better some of them are sulfuric acid. Yeah, I'll check. If you got sulfuric acid, bring it up. <laughs> we, uh, we Sorry, give, I said anything. <laughs> we'll give it to uh, Doctor Stein, who uh, who uh, treats the seed before we give them to uh, somebody else, novice. Oh, where were we? Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> the uh, I won't be here next Sunday. Because I'm going to start Calvin's uh, Xenia seed uh, uh, photographing up at Wild Seed Farms. And uh, they've, they've got a wonderful selection. You can look at it, look at it on, their, on their website, plantanswers.com, and, and go to wildseedfarm.com. But... <laughs> This is written by John, I can tell. Introducing Wild Seed Farms' newest, soon-to-be-famous, John wrote that, Xenia Collection. They are excellent species to plant in late spring, usually providing midsummer color, color until the first frost. So uh, I've called, and he's, he's growing a bunch of Xenias up there. And we were talking about yesterday, he said, I haven't watered damn things every two, every, every other day. Yeah. Which kind of threw me off my game because I always thought of zinnias as being very drought tolerant, seeing them grow in the southeast in Tennessee. But where it rains every afternoon, of, we get a lot of rain too in the southeast, and they especially got a lot of rain this year. But uh, tell that to our pumpkin supplier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't get enough rain. They didn't. No. Okay. That's that's on the high plains, right? I'm I'm not sure where he's at, but uh, uh. he didn't get enough rain. Oh, okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas, the prairie sky is wide and high, deep in the heart of Texas. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. T, and... uh, Let's see other Dr. J. Dr. <laughs> That's already taken. <laughs> Dr. P. Dr. Uh, J is already taken. Yeah. Sorry, Jerry. Well, we want 
I want you to read what the government has written. Well, I don't know. I don't want any trouble with anybody. The government? We ought to always be in trouble with the government. Oh, okay. Now, I think this is, is this the right one? Hold on. Department of Transportation says don't don't poke them with anything or scrape them. It hurts the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Plants may be seeded September 1st through December 15th of each year. For best uh, results, plant seeds no later than mid-November. Of course, this is for the whole state. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will throw in that we'll have transplant. If you forget, yeah. we'll at some point have transplants for you in spring. Yeah. That's, Maybe even in the fall. Yeah. Okay, I'm not seeing it anymore. I can't find the... Uh, Seeds produce hard-coated seeds that may cause them to have low germination rate the first year or two. Uh, as hard seed coats are worn down by rain, wrong and decay, the seedlings begin to sprout. Wrong. All right, that's Dr. Jerry Parsons saying that. <laughs> well, what you, what you read a while ago was not. To yeah, use. that's that's oddly enough that I can't find that honestly. Not not to use. Uh, don't prick them with pins, etc., or something like that. Because it 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 hurts the seed, damages yeah. the seed. Have you ever tried to damage a bluebonnet seed? Mm-mm. Get your bluebonnet seed. It's mm. like pea gravel. Yeah. It's like trying to damage pea gravel. Uh, and I think isn't that one of the reasons? So nature is kind of made it so it can sit and sit and sit and sit until it gets the right conditions and it doesn't dissolve the seed coat as indicated there all it does is punch a hole in the weak part of the seed coat the acid does we we, uh, proved that with a scanning electron microscope Hmm. up in Dallas uh, we didn't know. We thought it would dissolve. That was too. probably the same thing that uh, burnt the hole in his pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. No, you're okay, Trace. But the interesting thing about it was when when we started, uh, Carol Abbott recommended that we start scarifying the seed. We tried every other way to scarify the seed. And we got a lot of blowback. From some of the wildflower organization that said uh, we don't recommend that because who gives a damn whether they recommend it or not? But uh, they why said did we they, don't why recommend did they that because it hurts the seed. Oh, you 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 never seen pity until you hurt the seed. Bless that little seed's heart. So, uh, like I told Carol Abbott, I said, listen, I don't know much about this wildflower stuff, but I damn well know more than those people are trying to tell us that it hurts the seed. Because we tried every way to hurt the seed to make it come up faster. Sulfuric acid is the only way to do it. So, uh, I I bet you that... uh, that write-up that you were reading where it says... Yeah, I don't know where... Don't, actually, don't, don't honestly, do I can't. It's not coming up anymore. That's weird. They took it off. They must have heard us. They knew we were going to talk about it. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 
You were pointing at a monarch? Were you, is that what you were pointing at a minute ago? Oh, yeah, there's a monarch floating around here. Well, along with that uh, giant swallowtail. Yeah, if I had my net, I'd bring him up to show you. Uh-huh. When you did that when you were a much make, younger man. I could take a picture of you, Milton, with a monarch on your shoulder. I know. That you monarch like? will never leave my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you had to. You, you missed the picture of him with the thrips, though, on his shoulder. There you go. The thrips are hard to see. <laughs> anyway, I mentioned that I'm not going to be here next Sunday, but I'm going to be up at wildseedfarm.com taking pictures of their beautiful zinnia collection. Mm hmm. And uh, the reason I'm going to be, I'm not going all the way up there just to take it in your picture. But uh, my son, Jeremy Parsons, is singing up there a, a, a birthday show. He's going to be uh, 36, I think, uh, next Sunday, uh, October 1st. And so he'll be singing up there from 2 to 5. Hmm. And I'll be... Up at wildseedfarms.com. Yeah. But, but uh, the word is John, John Thomas has threatened to be a backup singer to Jerry. Oh, man, that'll be good. I'm sure John is great. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I told Jeremy that. And, uh, yeah, what time is Jeremy doing that? He starts at 2? Two? 2 to 5. 2 to 5. All right. So you can listen to the show on your way up there? There you go. Yeah. And, uh, and see, that'll be the perfect time if you go up there that late to take pictures of zinnias in the, in the, when the sun's going down. You get that uh, yellow or orange. Really are they zinnias that are naturalized or are they zinnias that were seeded? They're planted. Soon the most famous... To be the most famous zinnia collection, uh, zinnias are an excellent species, and so he's got a. I mean, the pictures he's got on his website are killer. I imagine he's getting that seed out of Europe, because he gets uh, a lot of his seed in Europe. In fact, the uh, uh, Laura Bush petunias, colors pink and purple, are propagated in Europe. They've got special houses that uh, they collect the seed in. Uh, each variety has a has a a, 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 a bench. Is that and, one? So, so do they do, probably do they call it Laura Bush or do they give it another name? No, no, they do. Well, we send them the seed, and they tell us pretty quick, like we sent purple. To go with the pink and uh, blue, I guess they call it. But, uh, and they said it's not a cedar, which we've noticed here too. Nothing like Laura Bush. Laura Bush just uh, produces tons of seed. But uh, I imagine they're getting them from Xenias Zen uh, from uh, Europe. I'll find out more about it. And, uh, Maybe if I can't take some good pictures of zinnias, I'll just get to use. I get John to let me use his on plant answers. He'll kick and squawk, but they're pretty. They're beautiful pictures. Uh, but anyway, I'll be up there, and uh, 
you can join me if you want to. Any any of you like to take pictures of Xenia? Will you be singing? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. He's a hummer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, and uh, so that's when I was deciding whether to go up there or not. But I, traveling is not my favorite thing these days. But anyway, we'll go and cripple around up there. Probably fall in the zenith. What a way to go. <laughs> okay. Death, uh, death among, among the pollinators. <laughs> but All right. the, uh, I don't know if... I have found that people, all people don't listen to our show every day. Every Saturday and Sunday. Okay. What's wrong with them? <laughs> yeah. The whole time. But yesterday I was talking about the research that uh, Dr. Stein and uh, David Rodriguez did on tomatoes. And um, I was looking at some of the uh, records that they've got, some that have. And... Uh, they 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 did what I wanted to do. Um, they planted the regular celebrity. I guess they found found some early, and they found uh, celebrity. Well, celebrity plus the new, better than celebrity plant that they came out, and um, sure enough, uh, it it's not very good. Not good as as the original celebrity. So should we rename it Celebrity Minus? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty close. But I said, well, we can take this information and uh, encourage the growers to grow the old, old-fashioned celebrity. Guess what? They're not doing they don't do that seed anymore. Hmm. All they're doing is Celebrity Plus, their new hybrid. Which is not as good as the old celebrity. So I'm just just reading the information here. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We don't know anybody that's collecting celebrity seeds. That no. We could, uh, do no, like, the, I, like the Crawford Reseed. I found lettuce? out that too late. Okay. Last fall. Or this uh, last spring. So your tests... Uh, show it being uh, inferior okay. to the original celebrity, okay. which we can't find. Right, I think right. that's that seed is out there. What, uh, which ones did they like, though? Oh, uh, they like Thunderbird. Okay. <laughs> it has sixes all the way across, which is about as good as you can do. Uh, How about Red Snapper? I know they had it. Let's see. Let's see if they, if Dr. Stein made a recommendation from these. Um, they did. They did. They count. They took pictures of one called Rambler. Rambler? Yeah, Rambler. Huh. 
Ramler and uh, one called 841, eight, well, 8143. 8148. Yeah. Oh, yes, eight. And one called, who do you think that is? Pole. Pole big. Huh? Pole big. Do we know what that means? No. Oh, okay. So they, individ- they took out three that took, they took pictures of. Ramlahar had the large fruit. Pobig, P-O-L-B-I-G. Very uniform, stocky plants with uniform, medium-sized fruit. And 8148, medium to large fruit. 8148 and Pobig look very good in the Verster trial as well, despite the herbicide challenges. Pobig also prefer, performed well at the Pemberton location. Standards such as Celebrity, 225, Tycoon, Red Snapper, Thunderbird continue to perform well. In all, the tri- all of the trials, uh, Celebrity outperformed Celebrity Plus. And who are these experts, these so-called experts? Yeah, well, you got uh, Dr. Larry Stein, and you got uh, David Rodriguez. Okay. So, so I'm wondering, is this a preview to the Rodeo Tomato? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. So, should, we, should we actually be discussing it? Oh, maybe we shouldn't be discussing it. Well, they'll decide which ones of those. All right, so one of those will become the... Yeah. Okay, so now now it's been let out of the bag. I can't believe that Dr. Jerry Parsons <laughs> released the information on the Rodeo Tomato for this year. We'll probably use Rambler. Oh, man. Because it's got a I name. I hope Larry and he, he David likes, aren't he listening. He likes the name because he can't he, pronounce the other one. And it sounds like a, a car. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a nice well, it was name. A car. And I it, know. And it produces large fruit. A station wagon, Al says. Okay. They used to have one. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More with Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road at 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. When you come to Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, be sure to check out the Tree Hugger Sprinklers. This is the tool in your gardening arsenal to help make sure you're watering those uh, root ball efficiently and effectively and uh, the whole tree, uh, that you're using the water as best you can. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler, uh, if you have, want to see what it looks like, go to treehuggersprinklers.com. That's their website. There's a video on there. You can go to plantanswers.com where there's a video on there. There are three sizes for the Tree Hugger. 7, 11, and 15 inch, and uh, it looks like a big green donut. It's a hard plastic. That's me knocking on the plastic. Oh, okay. Uh, sprinkler that has a hinge on it that you can open up. Thank you. And then close or hug around the trunk of the tree. And then you turn it on just a little bit to water the root ball. Just right there. And you turn it on a lot to water away from the root ball. More toward the drip line. I use mine for a In fact, I'll be using mine tomorrow. Yes. that's that's. If there's a duck running your uh, tree <laughs> hey. hugger, that may be what it sounds like. Um, but, yeah, I'll be using mine tomorrow to uh, not only water that, but water 
the yard because it does a good job and uses uh, that water efficiently. And I find it at same, the same time that I used to use that oscillating one, the one that we, it uh, it seems to water deeper. So, and it is uh, on your watering day. Yes, absolutely on my watering day. Uh, I'm not I'm not doing nothing. I'm making sure, but you know, but it holds. It actually seems this has been my experience to stay kind of you know how once you water one it's green and two it's more supple it seems to stay that way longer uh so maybe toward you know wednesday or thursday uh, even with the heat and the dryness but uh yep check them out uh, here at melburgers h-e-b and uh, online at treehuggersprinklers.com that's treehuggersprinklers.com i have two questions from neil that neil answered are you happy with them and they're, they're, they're so simple, I'm going to let Milton answer them. Okay. I'm going to try. That's, so, scary. That's scary, Milton. Uh, it is scary now. <laughs> I have an error. You're not uh, watering enough. The, oh. That's it. Is that it? That's <laughs> it. I am now the psychic gardening <laughs> advisor where I could just guess what the problem is. All right. What was... Anyway. That's, 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 that's the answer to the problem. What's the problem? <laughs> have an era of yopon hollies the first group was planted 32 years ago wow when they got too leggy i had them replaced with another group of yopons why would he have them replaced just cut them to the ground too leggy yeah just cut them to the ground yeah or in half okay uh they lasted (laughs) only a year and a half before they died Mm. I tried a third time, and they were gone after six months. One more time, and the plants started to die within two weeks. That's not good. There's only one thing that'll kill your ponds that fast. Not enough water? There you go. Okay. What did Neil say? And continues. No. To, uh, That's okay. Your ponds uh, did... Uh, I don't understand why Yopon did so well for so long and continued to do well elsewhere, elsewhere in my landscape. They're very important to the front of my large picture window in our house. They must, they must be dwarf Yopon. What's that? Yeah, well. Oh, that's interesting. Say that <laughs> in the mic. We didn't hear I might, They must be dwarf. I just can't imagine a Yopon dying in two weeks. I mean, you could. St- well, if you put it in the hole and don't water, boy, they'll, they'll die. They'll dry out quick, pretty quick. Uh, uh, Neil mentioned that. said, You didn't mention whether these are regular yopons or dwarf yopons. Uh, tree form yopons, if bald and burlap, might suffer transplant shock. Dwarf yopons have a very shallow root, and the plants tend to dry out very quickly. You think they could have dried out this year? Well, or in the yeah. last three to four years? In two weeks? <laughs> they need to be. <laughs> then he goes into a doctor about they need to be irrigated with a garden hose and a water breaker or a bubbler or wrap around. Yeah, the tree hugger. Tree hugger. As I mentioned earlier, Apply the amount of water equal to each plant's soil ball from its uh, container. 
and do so every two to th two or three days from late spring through mid-fall and next year too but uh anyway uh, I, th I think he just needs to just copy and paste that answer hmm Here's, a, here's one we purchased a red hook early this summer, 13 feet tall, and we planted it in good soil. I wonder where in the hell it is. Uh, we water it at six days a week with about three gallons per day on the base and leaves. We've been told to apply a fungicide and insecticide to it. If you got that from a nurseryman, don't ever go back there again. Uh, which we have done five times, both at the base level and to the leaves at, of, at the body level. My body level, yeah. Thanks for any help you can give us. That sounds like it's Trace's thing with uh -huh. too often and too little water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you want to say too little water? Yeah. Okay. The overriding one that I think your tree is going to be fine. It was planted in a rough time of the year, I'll say. And this was especially rough on new plantings. A guideline for planting from containers is that you should give them water equal to the same thing you said before. You probably want to continue to water doing that next year as well. That would be done via hose laid on the ground around the trunk uh, and allowed to fill the basin slowly. This was probably a 40-gallon container, so it would mean 40 gallons of water every two or three days. I see no benefit in applying water to the leaves. Uh, yeah, a, a, a tree that had been has just been planted uh, I can I, I can see that uh, uh, spray spraying them with water might help them a little bit uh, morning and afternoon uh, but Neil says I would deem it to be of mi minor importance uh, but anyway then he talked about uh Wrapping the trunks, sun scald, very serious with smooth bark mm. tree like red oak. But anyway, there's two. You got two, Mills. You want to see if Trace agrees with my answer? <laughs> no, that's okay. He know he does it. Yeah, he will. I said, as Trace would say, it's watering too often with too little water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of killing plants. <laughs> we, got, I got, we should go the other way. Let's speak. <laughs> we're trying to help plants alive. Yeah. Yeah. Not many of those. Uh, said, uh, I have four plumbago plants. Everybody's got four plants. Well, should have. One of the transplants from three years ago, one is from two years ago, and two are from the spring. They are surrounded by rock with a hole in the weed cloth. They get plenty of water and fertilizer, and I added a small amount of ironite, which is worthless, 
What is killing them? Guy in Austin. Uh, I, Neil said a photo might have helped because I can't tell if there could have been issues with heat and drought, the two most likely causes, or of an insect or animal may have been feeding on it. Plumbago plants aren't fond of extremely hot weather and low humidity. The weed blocking fa uh, fabric might have been concealing some really dry soil. Uh, I don't think, have you had any plumbagos returned because they died? Not that I know of. That's what I mean. I, plumbago plantings that I see around town, nobody's losing them. Yeah. Mine that are in the ground are spectacular. Yeah, oh, mine yeah. are too, and they just, they take abuse. <laughs> uh Here's one I imagine Milk, Milton can answer. What is happening to my Mary Nell Holly? Mary Nell Holly. Uh, it's dying one section at a time. It's in the shade, had very little shearing over that time. It's mulched, and I've watered it two times per week. What's going on? Not enough water. Look at you. <laughs> and probably mulch up on the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and probably scale. <laughs> Said, I'll, uh, I'll speak from my own first-hand experience of growing of 46 years plus hundreds of observation over the past century of helping Texas Garden. I've two seen two things on uh, Marinette and Holly. Marinette. <laughs> Uh, Marinelle Holly and Nellie R. Stevenson and Yopon and Oakland and uh, the three questions I've had uh, woodpeckers attack huh. specific tree form hollies on our property it was where the trunks were exposed and they reeled them into parts of all of the trees were dead in that case the cat the uh, Bases re-sprouted and grew from a grew in a shrub plant form. In all the other occasions, well, it's going to land on trace. <laughs> another um, another monarch. <laughs> Where? I was looking for somebody throwing a rock or something. At <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all the have gotten too dry one or more times, Milton. So you mm -hmm. got it. No, I know. No, it, no. it can happen when one side of the plant's root system gets enough water. The other side does not. That is usually a sprinkler system isn't delivering water uniformly. I can show you dozens of examples similar to yours in Dallas and Collin County. So, yeah, we 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 seldom realize <laughs> uh, that that's true. Uh, the the roots on one side of the tr uh, plant uh, pulls up water and nutrients for that side of the plant, and they have a separate uh, set of roots, maybe intermingled with the other one, that uh, are on the other side of the plant. So if you only water one side of the plant, you're not going to get to a whole plant to take up water. One side is better than no sides. So. Well, that's true. 
it's it's uh, and it continues says uh, I would be amazed if this is due to insects or disease and it's certainly not nutritional uh, shortage. Hollies thrive in the shade unless extremely dense. The shade's extended. This doesn't look like the case. I think it boils down to watering. Hmm. Who would have thought we'd have had all these watering deals in the, this late in the season? I'm just surprised Neil is listening to me. I know. <laughs> so, sometimes people just realize that they've got a problem when the problem really was three, four months ago, oh, or in yeah. some cases, two, three years ago. And they realize that it, it's a little too late to do the right thing now. And my girl Tanya says, <laughs> twice a week doesn't specific, specify how much or how long you water. At extreme temperatures, uh, Texas encountered this summer, what we thought was normal for watering would have been inadequate by mm. 2023 needs. That's true. Yeah, that's interesting, too, because, yeah, people may be just watering like they always did. Um, yeah. And thinking it was, you know, and had they had success with that, and so now they're just assuming that they'll have success with continuing it and are wondering what's happening when they're not having success. Yeah. Okay. This has been different. Yeah. Us watering at the root ball. Yeah. That's against extension recommendations oh, 20 wow. and 30 years ago. Because hmm. uh, they'd say, well, if you water at the base of the tree, uh, the roots are out further. Oh, they want the base you to do drip the tree, line. Uh, in the drip line, and you can rot the root, you rot the uh, uh, trunk off, or, or rot, call it rot to be down there. So, uh, here's my here's my termite question that Neil. Uh oh, hurry! Sent we just got about less than a minute. Less than a minute? Yeah, do you want to wait until next week? Yeah, what thing? the hell? Should we call Warren, <laughs> Spider-Man, and find out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about uh, uh, those uh, term, uh, subterranean termites, oh, terrestrial okay. or subterranean termites. All right, we'll, we'll do that you know one next week. about those trees? All right, we'll take a break for a week and come back next Saturday back here. Uh, but if you've got questions throughout the week, people at Millburgers can answer them and give you the right solutions and get you the right products if you need them. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.